0: dive into the mind of brett boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around major league baseball this is turning two with Booney. here's your host rich herrera happy holidays everybody welcome to turning two with Booney. i'm rich herrera that of course is brett boone brett happy holidays merry christmas uh, and a happy new year to you
1: oh and to you as well rich such a such a bright, sunny day today. How are we doing? For, hey, for you, for those of you listening to the Boom Podcast, Rich, Rich is he's stressed out today. He's he's I had a rough having, day. He's yeah. he's you know he's all over the map. Uh, I'm having
0: a day. And Boom's you know, like, hey, we got to do the podcast day. Let's drop everything.
1: Well, I'll Let's tell you, about. when when we have to do Attorney Two, we got to do Attorney Two. You know, Rich is being a bit of a clown, but try to bear with him for this episode of Turning Two.
0: You don't get stressed out at the holidays, Boone?
1: I don't get stressed.
0: What did you tell me the other day? What do I tell you?
1: Stress Stress is for losers. Stress is for losers. What you do is you do the best you can. Whatever your task is at hand, every day you wake up, you do everything. You meet the world head on. You do everything you possibly can do. And when you're done, you can't sit there and worry about things you can't control. Now, the people that if you do a half-assed job, if I tell my son to clean the garage and there's dirt in the corners, that's a part of cleaning the garage. You don't put the dirt in the corner and put a box over it to hide it. You clean that dirt out of the corner. Now, come to me, dad, I'm done. I'm going to I'm going to go to those corners first thing I'm going to do to see if you got the dust out of the corner. If you did that, you did the best job you can do and you know you did. As soon as you know you did everything you can possibly do, it's over.
0: Okay, what over. about when you have you so can, much you going can, on that it's overwhelming that you don't have time to get to everything?
1: You do the best that you can do. If you can look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and said, I did everything I possibly could today. I worked my butt off. Hey, it's out of your control. Get up the next day and get after it again. We can't worry about things we can't control. Believe me, I did it a lot, a lot of years, Words a lot of years, and wisdom. And I've gotten to the point in my life where as long as I, if, as long as I get it done. All right. And do what I got to do. I'm not going to sit around and worry about it. I can't control it. Now there's times where I do a half-assed job. I don't I do, ask. I could have done more. I could have done more. I could have done more. Well, then that's on me. But if What's I do last- everything, if I check every box and I'm waiting for a phone call that hasn't arrived on Brett's time. Well, things in the past that would bother me. Damn it, you get back to me now. But I've realized now that the the world does not revolve around me. And yes, oh, I it? expect I expect a phone call at noon, but I didn't get it. Well, I'm sitting here ready. I did my part. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for this meeting. It doesn't take place. It's out of my control. What's the last I'm not going to that... stress about it. I might I might give a little 2-minute rant like you do, 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 do. but then again, uh, then I laugh at myself. Say, What's well, the what can I do? I can't do it.
0: Wait a minute. You'd go on rants with me all the time. I rant at you very rarely, and when I do, yeah, you but I ran- a little baby.
1: Yeah, you're a little... I can't use the word on the yeah, call podcast. you called me a cloud because I'm your, ranting today. Yeah, I got a lot going on. It's more of a, a little bit of a bitch,
0: but... I got this <laughs> whole list of things I'm trying to get done today.
1: No, I understand. And when I rant okay. to you, it's, it's more in... Uh, <laughs> It's more in a funny way, and you know I'm just ranting to rant because I'm bored.
0: <laughs> What's the last? Cu- time- no, wait a second, wait a second. When's the last time you did something half-ass?
1: Oh, workout at the gym.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: I do it all the time. I really? I, I would say I half-ass the gym a third of the time, but I get it really? done though. But but to me, yeah, you get weak. to a point, Rich, where. The reason I go to the gym now is for health, and because I don't want to be as I get older, I don't want to be a fat ass. Okay? Thank you. I want to be.
0: So you're fat shaming. I like
1: the way I look in my clothes, and I don't. I don't want to change. So you what? call that vain? Okay.
0: Wait a second. What happens if you have to buy bigger pants? How crazy would you go?
1: No, I'd. I'd never get to a point. Where What's I'd have some, to what do
0: size it? pants do you wear?
1: Thirty-two.
0: Okay, if you had to buy a pair of thirty-four. What would be going through your mind as you go? To- oh, I've
1: been thirty four. depends on depends on the cut. I would never have to completely upend what I have in my okay. closet listen, and go get listen, a completely different. Listen, just go, size.
0: just go with me. If you had to get a size thirty six pair of pants,
1: wh- well, that would be a, that would be a, 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 the bells and whistles would be going off. But let's like, just
0: say you did.
1: You're not still growing, Brett.
0: Let's just say you did. How depressed would you be for having?
1: See, size I, pants. I, I don't get depressed.
0: Okay, what well, would we'll be going through your? I mind. do
1: something about it. That means no, no, no I am no, not, no, no. I am not buying reason, those pants.
0: No, for whatever reason you have to. You, you, you've just ballooned up. You've tried. Well, the only reason I'd have to get thirty six is
1: because my waist uh, is because my legs wouldn't fit in my thirty <laughs> twos. Get the
0: guts hanging over the top. Oh.
1: I'd have to get the 36s and you're so vain and taper the waist.
0: You're so vain. Uh, But I do,
1: I do half ass the gym sometimes. But I'm at a point when I was playing and it meant something, I would never half ass a workout. And even the ones that I thought were half ass were really good because there was a goal, there was, there was honey at the end of the rainbow. There was something there. I knew that I needed to do that to put me in the mind frame for the beginning of the season that I did everything I possibly could to do to be ready for this major league season. Some were great seasons. Some were tough seasons. Some were good seasons. I had, you look at my bubblegum card, I'm all over the map, but I wasn't going to go into the season with that little thing on my shoulder going, you could have worked harder. That would never happen. Now, nowadays, I don't have to play. I don't have to be on the cover of a magazine. I don't earn a living by being in a bathing suit. So all I play for now French is to, to eat baby. decently <laughs> and to stay in decent I, shape. I got it. I got it I'm because just I'm a little humanity. bit vain when it comes to that.
0: If, if what what happens when somebody shows you a picture and you look fat?
1: Oh, I did. I got
0: I got one about
1: at a golf tournament. What is a couple months ago? I think I mentioned it to you. I caught wind of it. I'm like, I look. Big in that thing. Maybe it was uh, the angle. You know, the camera. The bonbons weight.
0: How do you know? Yeah, I didn't like the way I Shooky looked. So I,
1: so I went home and I I bought uh, 12, 14 pieces of fish, and I made myself get on my fish diet and eat that for the next five days. It's a very easy remedy. That's all right. you do. If you need to lose five, seven, eight, ten pounds, all you do is go on a fish diet for. For you don't even have to go a full week. You do four days and drop seven pounds by eating fish only and staying away from sugar. It's
0: an All easy right. deal. All right, Chunky Monkey, you want to get to the podcast? Well, I did see chunky. that picture. I did see that picture. You look, yeah, like, you're just pushing, kinda... you look like you're pushing match, maximum density. No, no. a little, little chunky there, Ah, uh,
1: Chunky Monkey. Chunky uh, Monkey. Those uh, Those jokes fall on deaf ears coming from
0: you. <laughs> I don't claim to be a swimsuit model,
1: <laughs> nor do I, nor no. do I. But I, I'd be, I, I wouldn't be making any money. I know. No. that.
0: Well, okay. Well, how's your cameos going? <laughs> Cause I've seen your cameos and I, I, um, I, have
1: to protest. I'll tell you, cameos are, <laughs> I think, I think cameo is kind of run its, run its course. I was thinking they, of buying one. I think it was good. I think they ran for a long time. I don't think they're as uh, popular as they once were. You know, it, three right. years ago when they first came out, everybody wanted a cameo. You'd get cameo requests all the time. Now they're kind of they, they wither down a but little I, bit.
0: I've seen your cameo requests.
1: You know what my cameo requests usually are? bunch of drunk guys in Vegas at a bachelor party. They get mm-hmm. a hell. Of, they get a hell of an idea at two in the morning. They look at the let's price get- of the cameo and they say, "Ah, we don't care how much it costs. We got to get, get Boone on a let's cameo. Get Boone
0: on a cameo."
1: Right, if they were sober, they'd think I'm not paying that much for Boone's cameo. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so I've seen some of your cameos. Yeah. Um, I think I should probably produce those. We get Mike Robbie to help us a little bit. Why do you? Why do you do your cameos sitting in your car with the seatbelt on? Well, because I'm driving. Is that the time to do cameos? I thought you weren't supposed to be on I'll your knock car. Knock it drive? out! I, I got to get it back within
1: 24 hours.
0: Right, but can't you? Put a little bit more production elements I into think there's it. Put production. on a nice shirt. I, I think you're sitting in you, your car. Well, if you okay. look at the
1: if you look at the cameos and you look at the message, I think it's pretty from the heart. At least, why can't it, you do it in it your backyard? Like
0: why can't you do it in front of your gold gloves, your silver sluggers? Well, I could, but I noticed a lot of people do their cameos. A lot of people do videos sitting in their cars. Why is that? Well, talks. F- f- I don't have TikTok. I'm not
1: a very computer savvy guy, but I've learned to be a pretty phone savvy guy. And it's easier for me on my phone to get to the video or, or just click on the link and do the video I guess it's just as easy on a computer, you're right. There really yeah. is no excuse for it no, other just- than I- other than I get it uh could be 12 hours later and I think, "Oh, I got to do that that cameo and I'm happen to be driving in my car." We'll knock it out here. Usually I'm parked. I'm not driving while I'm doing the cameo. I'm parked, but, but, but you I have my seatbelt on.
0: You know what I mean, though? When you see a lot of people on Instagram or Reels or TikTok, why do people insist on using their car as a broadcast studio? Uh,
1: lighting's Soundstage. everything, Rich. Lighting's everything. Oh. They, they think the light might be good in their car. That That's, that's just All right. food for thought.
0: So I'm thinking of getting a cameo for my son.
1: It'll cost $1, 199 for you.
0: Yeah. I don't know. How much is Aaron? I think Aaron's 249 That's pretty good value. Yeah.
1: Yankee skipper.
0: Yankee skipper, Brett Boone podcast host. No, I'm looking. So because, you know, Rigney's on his way to the Panama Canal, my son. So I was thinking of because I can't send him anything, but I can I can mail him a cameo. So I was thinking like somebody from animal house or one of his favorite movies. (laughs) That would be cool. Yeah. I'm thinking of that. So when's the next time you do a cameo? Oh, I don't know.
1: You never know when they come in. You just get
0: Do you have any waiting? I, I don't, I have none
1: waiting right now.
0: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American express business gold card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month. Like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-business-gold-card.
1: After this, I might.
0: Let's do a cameo to Rob, uh, to uh, to Rob, to Mike Robbie. I'll give you here. Look, I got some money right here.
1: Here's the deal. Here. Mike's, Mike's tired of, of, uh, Just he, he do... gets to see, he gets to see me enough.
0: Look, I got some, I got some coins right here. All right. So,
1: what is the, uh, what it's, uh, is, uh, can you do right, a holiday reading
0: to Mike Robbie?
1: Pretend that, that Mike wrote me. He wants a cameo to himself. What is the no, criteria? I'm, like, no, what are I'm, you going to pack I'm, in I'm the Mike. message? No, if you're asking for a cameo, you don't know me and you're going to, what is the content of the cameo? Like, Hey, Brett Boone, uh, Here's what the message sure, is going to be. It's my buddy, Mike Robbie. It's so I have a little content to Mike's sure, background.
0: Look, there's a Japanese coin that Rigney brought me back from. from All right. Well, let's, pret- let's pretend right, you're pretend to pay the price. So, what is, uh, what is Brett, in the header? Brett, this is Rich. I want to get a cameo from my buddy, Mike Robbie. Uh, who I work with. He does a great job. I just want to say thank you and tell him happy holidays.
1: You You want to tell him thank you. What does he do for you?
0: Uh What's he, he works he works on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> he works on he works on this marginally successful podcast. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We go uh All right, I'll go, I'll count you down. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Right, coming down at three, two, one, action. Mike
1: Brett Boone coming at you from San Diego, California. I hope you're having a great holiday season. We got it coming up. I love Christmas time. I get my kids, they come home. Hopefully you're in a warm place ha- ready for a great Christmas. I got a, I got a text from your buddy, rich. He says, you're a producer on his podcast. You do a hell of a job. Keep that up. Have a great new year and Merry Christmas, man. There it is.
0: Boom. <laughs> Mike. You Here you go. It. There go it. Mike. I, I liked it. Did he mention <laughs> the podcast. I said it was a mediocre pod, mediocre, <laughs> mildly right, successful right, podcast. Right.
1: That's that's how it goes down. Now, right. if I don't like, you know, something I said, I'll 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 do a double take. I'll make okay. sure I get all the verbiage correctly.
0: Do you curse on him? Can you curse on him? I do not. Okay, but do people curse on him? No idea. Huh. I, I don't you, watch other people's.
1: I don't watch other people's cameos. No, I that's the th- there's a business cameo on there, and and that's six ninety nine. Oh, uh, you, you oh, might, oh you, you do it for my business. You might be able to say damn on that one
0: I don't know I, I'm thinking of maybe buying a, a, my buddy uh Eddie Whipper did a, a pod a cameo for his daughter of Uncle Aaron maybe I should have uncle Aaron do a, do one for us for the Boone podcast
1: well I I, I wouldn't pay a dollar for that <laughs> so if you if you want to if you want to pay for it go ahead
0: what's the best uh what's the best Christmas present you ever gave your uh, your family your brothers? <laughs>
1: I don't give, we don't give. You guys don't do gifts? We don't, we don't do gifts. Uh, we do. G- g- we, you know what? We, I think we made a pack. Aaron's wife, my wife, uh, my ex. We all used to exchange gifts for the grandkids. Uh, not for the grandkids, for the nieces, the nephews. The, right. And we made a pack a few years ago. Listen, let's quit with the kid gifts. Now, my youngest brother, Matthew, he just has a newborn not a newborn. It's she's she's four years old now. Right. Seems like she was a newborn. Uh but for the little little kids, yeah, you get them something. But for the kids, the teenagers, we just we just call it a wash because we'd we'd spend more time packing up all these boxes and sending them to Connecticut. They're sending boxes to from Connecticut to here. And we just said, Hey, can we just call a truce, get our kids our own gifts and be done with it? So we called a truce on that. So none of the None of the boons give the kids. Now, the grandparents, they're on the hook. So mom and dad, they got to get all their grandkids gifts. So they still do that. But as far as Aaron and myself and the girls in the family, the wives and and the moms, I I get my mom a gift. I get my dad a gift. I get my wife a gift. Outside of that, uh, no more adults gets gift. Uncle Matthew, he does not get a gift from me, nor do I from him. Me and Uncle Aaron, boom, high five. Nice gift, nice gift. We don't give gifts, so it's basically for our immediate family, and then the little little kids. So Lennon is math is Matthew's uh, four year old. I'll get Lennon a gift because she's four, and that's what you do. But outside of Lennon, no kids outside of the immediate family get gifts, or adults other than mom and dad. Oh, Geez. and my wife. Bah humbug. It's easier. It's cleaner. Everybody's happy. Then we go home.
0: (laughs) The kids aren't.
1: Kids are not happy. But, you know, my kids are getting to the point where how long can I call? How how long can I call a 24-year-old a kid?
0: Bah humbug. Uh, What's the best gift you've ever gotten?
1: Snowmobile. (laughs) It's great.
0: It was. uh, You can
1: ride that in your contract. It's probably about 19. Let's see. 84. Because here's what happened. It was the winter that my dad told us we're moving to California. Oh. And I was in New Jersey, and we used to ride snowmobiles. And, uh, you know, I had my dad got me this little, you know, like a kid snowmobile, which I, I, I sit here. I sounded pretty pompous. He only got me the, say, yeah. the Arctic kitty cat. But he got me like a real snowmobile, like the big boy snowmobile. And at the time, it went 80 miles an hour. No snowmobiles in 1984 went that fast. Now they all do. But I got this new clean snowmobile for Christmas. I'm like, I was the coolest kid on the block when the snow did, came.
0: Did and then all of a sudden, we
1: moved to Southern California, and I've never seen it again. I got to ride it about three times.
0: Did, did anyone else in the neighborhood have a big snowmobile like that?
1: Uh, No, us and the Luzinskis had it. So bull lived right across the lake from us in jersey and uh him and his whole family had snowmobiles we had snowmobiles and uh jersey isn't the greatest place i mean it's it's not too often that jersey. you get <laughs> six eight inches of snow where oh, we okay. lived in southern jersey uh but we take trips up to vermont and you know the take your snow we take our snow we had the wow. we had the racks and We'd go on trips. So it wasn't like it was the thing to do in that part of the country. Right. But uh, that was something that my dad and, and Greg got into, and they really liked it. So we made it a family affair, and I loved it. I grew up riding them. And then when I was in Seattle, I would, I got one in the off season. Uh, Were you supposed to? Were you my, allowed to? No, we weren't supposed to. It was myself. It was Jay Buner, Norm Charlton. Mike Blowers would go up to the cabins. Telling the GM. Uh, about two hours outside of Seattle. And we went snowmobile, ride, And it's brought my childhood back. I'm like, I used to ride snowmobiles all the time. So I got a tricked out snowmobile. We all did. And one night we were, we were out on a night ride. And I mean, we're flying through these tree line trails going a thousand miles an hour. I'm still playing, going off these jumps. I mean, I could land in a tree. And I remember telling Buner when we were done, I said, this isn't, this isn't good. So, I can get hurt here. Bone, I think, was retired, right? And he goes, "Yeah, we could get hurt." I ended up selling my snowmobile, played out, played out the rest of my days. And I'm thinking now it's too dangerous. So, but I love, I love riding them.
0: Wow, it's good. I, I was just ready for you to say that you got a pony as a kid. No ponies, no ponies. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, you want to get to it? What are we getting to? The Yamamoto. Uh, as of as of our Yamamoto. Taping, <sighs> Mets, Yankees, or Dodgers?
1: Absolutely not on the Dodgers. Um, ah, I keep seeing rumors. I don't think so. I, th- I think you're smart as a free agent to keep everybody in the fray. So, obviously, his agents, they want as many bidders as they can in the, in the fray. I just think, and I'm not 100% right on this, but I just think Otani signing with the Dodgers killed getting Yamamoto. And not because the Dodgers can't afford it, because I think – Otani's the biggest star in baseball right now. Yamamoto is probably the biggest star in Japan coming to the United States. I don't think he wants to play second fiddle to Otani. Okay. I think he wants his own venue. So I think it was a detriment to getting Yamamoto by signing Otani. Now I wouldn't flip it. I'd sign Otani. If you can sign him for that deal uh, and have him in the fold for the next 10 years, I, I wouldn't switch. But I think uh, uh, there's an element to it that, you know, uh, I don't want to go to where Otani is. I want my own gig. Now he's got the Yankees and the Mets courting him. Let's just be logical. You want to play in New York. Uh, From what I hear, he's a big time guy. He wants the big stage. This is what I heard from Adam Jones and Adam Jones raves about him because he played with him for two years in Japan and you're going to the Big Apple, let's say all things are equal. I'm not being, maybe I am. being I'm disrespectful. not, not going to be biased or disrespectful, but if you want the big stage in New York and yeah. all things financial are equal, it's a pretty obvious choice where you go. You go, go to, to New Yankee York Stadium. Yankees. It's just the way it is. It, right. And it's nothing against the Mets. It's just,
0: there's the Yankees and there's it's everybody the else
1: it's the Yankees and it and it's nothing it's not a personal thing it's not a dig at anything it's just life and it's just the way thing is so but that being said cohen the owner of the mets who knows what he might offer him so right. that's a wild card right there he might make a, an offer yamamoto cannot refuse and then he goes to the mets but all things being equal between your the mets say? dodgers and and Yankees Yankees without
0: all a doubt right. Um, what's the next domino to fall after that? Cause everybody else is waiting.
1: Well, I think you, you, you look in and, and I wonder what Blake Snell's thinking right now. Had a Cy Young, uh, Cy Young award winner in the national league for the Padres, uh, d- doesn't look like the Padres are going to bring him back via free agency. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not wrong, but it, all all avenues point that he's going elsewhere. I wonder how he's feeling right now. He's kind of playing second fiddle to where does Yamamoto go? That's where I'm going to go. Next. And I,
0: and I got a Cy young, and I'm waiting for some. And of I got to big young, you
1: know. That that's what I'm saying. So that'll be interesting. I think all the all the current players are going to be probably in on Snell. I could see the Dodgers going off Snell, going after Snell. I could see the Mets going after Snell. If if the Yankees don't get Yamamoto, I could see the Yankees going after Snell. And and then there could be some wild cards in there. Who knows if the Texas Rangers would go after Snell? That's
0: there's going to be out until July. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a possibility. So the Atlanta Braves. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But who it, needs some more? Who needs some more?
0: Mets or Yankees?
1: I think they both need him. I, I think the Yankees, whether, what what they're looking at, they lost Severino, who's who's been in and out, has been hurt quite a bit the last four or five years. He moved on to the Mets. Um, you got Rodon coming off a really bad year. Uh, bad year. And, and with, they had a lot of expectations, signed a big deal. The previous offseason was in the Cy Young. Uh, he was a Cy Young candidate that previous year. And he really disappointed last year. He's looking for a big b- bounce back season. You got obviously Garrett Cole at the top of the rotation. You really, the, the Yankees, they've got what they need offensively with Verdugo, with Soto, with judge. That's a, about as good an outfield as it gets. Um, they got a power bullpen still, but they really need to shore up that rotation. You get a Yamamoto or a Snell-type talent in uh, in New York, especially the Yankees, because the Yankees took a lot of heat last year for, for the dismal performance and not getting into the postseason in a long time. Uh, I would say the Yankees probably need him more. But um, if if something like that falls through, they're going to go to the next, next possible – Good example right here. Yankees don't get a Yamamoto. They're not in on Snell. Doesn't mean you have to go after a free agent. You've got Verdugo. You've got Torres, the second baseman, who've got some value out there in the trade market. Right. So you go the trade route, and you know maybe you get a Cease type pitcher to come in and and uh, be it, fill that number two role for you in in New York. So a lot of options, but right now we're. Once the Yamamoto thing goes, then it, you're going to start to see the, pit, the Strowmans of the world. that They don't have high on the free agent list. He's kind of in the middle of the pack guy. Strowman, year in and out, year in and year out, keeps doing a really good job. But for some reason, when he comes up to be a free agent, they're not knocking down his door. And and I don't know if it's something, uh, a personality thing that people don't like. He rubs people the wrong way. He's definitely putting up the numbers, but it seems like when he comes up for to be a free agent, People aren't chomping at the bit to get them. So it'll be interesting where guys like that go,
0: too. All right, let's go rapid fire, because I want to get through a couple things. Yeah, Uh, And I'm going to get you out of your comfort zone. You ready? Go. Okay, Draymond Green, suspended indefinitely by the National Basketball Association. A couple weeks ago, there was an altercation. He puts Rudy Gobert in a headlock from behind, WWE style, gets five-game suspension. league says, hey, watch it. Not too long ago, turns around wildly flailing his hands up in the air, punches somebody on the side of the head. Lee goes, That's it. We're tired of your nonsense. Remember, this guy that kicks somebody in the crotch, this guy that plays on the edge like that. Now he's suspended indefinitely, indefinitely. What do you do when you got a teammate that's just out of control and needs somebody to step up and say, hey, knock it off?
1: Well, it depends. It depends on the team. Uh Every day,
0: oh, okay. So I'll set the. I know. I know we're gonna go with this. Let me set. Let me set it for you. Big star, all star, big star. Somebody I need. But big star getting, making a lot of a lot of money, a lot of money,
1: and it's and, tough to control those guys. And that's say you want to control them. Here, here, it depends the teammates you're surrounded with, and the only people that, the only type of teammate that people listen to are teammates that they respect. Right. So if they've got teammates around them that they respect, that's the guy that takes them aside and says, hey, boom, 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 boom. They'll listen to a teammate like that. But Draymond Green, big star. big star. The last thing the NBA wants to do is suspend a big star, somebody that puts people in the seats. So the fact that they did that tells you what's been going on and how bad it really is, because they're going to go. They're going to they're going to wait and they're going to wait and they're going to wait. They don't want to suspend him. They don't want him off the roster. They don't want his team being in town and him not available. That might right. make people not go to the game. So it has to be pretty, uh, pretty extreme for them to make a move such as this. I don't. I don't mean to come off as Mister Basketball and know the ins no, and outs. I, well, I'm he talking far, teammates? Yeah, I'm far from that. But as far as a teammate, that's something. that's something's internal, and it has a lot to do. With the teammates on that team and where they where they stand in his hierarchy as far as respect level. All
0: right. Uh, something else I wanted to ask you about. It's letter of intent day. You were up at USC this week, right? I was. Andy Yesterday. Stankowicz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Stankewitz, new head baseball coach, University of Southern California. Yeah,
1: good guy. I really like Andy.
0: Um, letter of intent day uh, is uh, is 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 this week. So I want to ask you. You see all these all the media, all these kids sitting there, they got seven hats. They're going to put one on. What would Boone have been like if he would have been able to do a letter of intent day with a bunch of television cameras on him, showing him where you're going to go. And he's got an Arizona hat. He's got a USC hat. He's got a Notre Dame hat. What, What would Boone be like that day?
1: Oh, I'd be. Yeah, because my my signing with USC was nothing like I didn't have hats out there and and, and it was the cameras rolling and everybody was on the edge of their seat. No, that wasn't how my letter of intent day went. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to you live from the Boone household. Uh, I think I think for any one one of the top players in Southern California, Brett Boone here with his dad. Bob, who played in the big leagues, along with his grandpa, Ray, his
1: his dad, Bob, who's currently playing, currently
0: playing for the Los Angeles Angels. Correct. His grandfather, Um, longtime scout, Uh, both with him, his little brother, Aaron, who's got a lot of potential. And his brother, Matthew, also has a lot of potential. Let's take you to the Boone house as Brett Boone makes his announcement.
1: I'll tell you, I'm 18. I don't know anything about anything right now, but knowing me, knowing me about knowing me back then. I would want to put on the cool as a cucumber face yet inside fireworks are going off. Does that make sense? So I'm going to have that. I'm going to make sure I have clothes on that. I think look good on me. I'm going to have that cool been there, done that look on my face. But internally I'm going to be going, I've never been nor done this. And I'm excited as I'll get out, but I got to play it cool. That's what I'd be thinking.
0: But. You'd have the blonde streak in your hair because it's the 90s. You'd probably be dressed like Vanilla Ice. No, I'd be
1: dressed. It was more of a, uh, what was the Don Johnson? What was that show?
0: (laughs) Miami Miami. Vice.
1: Yeah, I'd probably be more Miami Vice. You know, have that jacket with the. The white linen jacket with the pastel color shirt underneath. Without a doubt. No collar. Sunglasses, sleeves rolled up. No sunglasses. No, because I would be trying too hard. So I wouldn't have the glasses on.
0: That'd be awesome. That anyway, would be awesome.
1: Pretty cool, though. It, it, you know, I look at those kids and they're making a the decision, and and every it's not that big. It's not like oh, you're impacting the rest of your life where you know. go to. No, you're going to go to one of one of three great colleges, and and however you good how however good you are athletically will be proven out here in the next three or four years. But it's still a pretty cool thing and a pretty big day for those guys. So I kind of look at it and smile and go, That's that kid, and especially his family, it's a pretty cool time.
0: All right. I got a couple things for you. I want to talk about what Boone's watching, but I have a really good Boone approved. You ready? Yeah. I I know you're not a big NBA guy, but they had the in-season tournament. So they had this cup trophy, and it's something the league started this year, so they played his tournament uh, during the regular season. Just got done. And the Los Angeles Lakers are... The 2023 in season tournament—that's the actual name of that T-shirt said in season tournament. So they're, they're just, just starting this, and it's they're going to be something. It.
1: And it's going to be something going forward that they do right. every year.
0: Okay. Right. They're, they're going to find there's some couple of sponsors. They're going to buy the tournament name. But right now, it's the in season tournament.
1: Got it. So no, I, know the, I know the Lakers won it, but
0: yeah, they get a big trophy. Right. All right. So I want to know Boone approved the Lakers hung the inaugural in season tournament trophy. Uh, the rap, the uh, the banner, in the rafters at Staples Center, they go up there with Magic Johnson's championships, Kobe and Shaq's championships. Uh, they go up there with the retired numbers of of Kareem Abdul Jabbar and all the Lakers greats, and right in the middle of it, they've hung the in season tournament champion banner. Boone approved or not? I c- can I
1: give it a caveat to it?
0: It's your podcast, i just have to you say, want. I'm just sitting here.
1: Say it. It's my show. It's your yeah, show. I, I do what I want. Yeah. All right. Let me put it in context. To, I think you need to recognize it, especially if it's going to be something going forward. I think the you mentioned the sponsors that are a sponsor of this going forward. They would appreciate you recognizing it, especially in a coveted arena such as where the Lakers play. So I think it should be represented. Yes. Any award should be represented. But to liken it to an NBA championship. It's right up
0: there with the rest. And
1: it's the same size flag sitting next to the world championship flag. And we're going to pretend like it's the same thing. And if you're not really paying attention, you'll one extra then it's not approved, but representing it in the Raptors, what I would do is I'd make it a mini flag and represent <laughs> it. I think it needs to be represented, but let's not pretend that, uh, all right. that that flag is for, for the, for the layman fan that just walks in and looks at all the banners and not, let's not fool them by going, Oh, I didn't know they won 10 when there's really nine. And that was the in season tournament banner. So, Yes, Boone approved that it should be recognized, approved in the same way as the championship are rec- recognized, definitely not Boone approved. So it's a two-part answer. Weak. Everybody wins. Weak. My show.
0: I'll just tell you, why don't I just have a uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll hang a, uh, a banner up because I won the Grapefruit League.
1: <laughs> That's different. You don't, ladies hang and gentlemen. For the please welcome
0: the winners of the 2023 Cactus League champions. Well, no, no, that. Well, no.
1: Here's the difference, Rich. Here's the difference in the Cactus League. Half the games are decided by the AAA players who come in for the sixth inning on for right. the, that replace the regulars. This tournament. The Lakers' current starting roster was trying to win the tournament, as were their opponents. Well, because I think so they're they half
0: a million dollars.
1: There is a difference, though. Yeah, they won when, half. A million when you dollars have your, when you have the big boys playing in a tournament, playing to win, that is different than a cactus league when anything can happen.
0: <laughs> All right, what are you watching? I need some. I, I need some stuff here.
1: Seven seconds. Netflix.
0: Uh I think Oh, I wait a minute, stop. Pretty good. I saw the trailer with our buddy. I'll say this because he's come on the podcast. I don't know him. You do. John Ashton.
1: John Ashton. I talked to him the other day.
0: I saw the trailer for Beverly Hill cop Beverly Hills cop uh Axel Foley. Yeah.
1: John Ashton, who is Taggart in the original. Taggart. He's back. He and
0: Judge Reinhold. Him and, and Judge Reinhold and are Murphy. back for
1: yeah for for Beverly Hills Cop Four. I talked to Johnny the other day because he sent that to my inbox and he sent me the and he said, Hey, check this out. Tell me what you think. I, I talked to him. He was all excited. He's like, Yeah, Booney, it's coming out. It's coming out to Netflix right. in the summer, but he thinks there's going to be a big release in the in the theaters in March. Same director that directed Top Gun 2. I, oh, I don't wow. know if we're calling it Top Gun Two. What's it called? Maverick. Maverick. Uh, same director that. Directed Maverick is directing Beverly Hills Cup 4. And and from what I hear, uh, there would be a surprise, th- that would be a shock if it wasn't a grand opening in the theater. So okay. I'm excited for my buddy. I know he's been waiting for this for a long time to get back to his role as Taggart. Soon as we get closer, we will have Johnny on to talk about. Okay. Uh, I but the, obviously, the big news is Axel Foley, Eddie Murphy's back in the fold doing it. Obviously, that's what brings all the fanfare. If you can
0: get a cameo. Not, not the, not the paint from video, Johnny. I, I video. think yeah, we could, I we
1: think we could arrange that.
0: Um, all right. What's boon watching. So you said seven, whatever, seven
1: seconds. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix. That's all I'm currently watching. Uh, I will get into some more. You start watching Reacher. I w- I, I have it. Reacher. It's, I th- did. We Reacher is that? outstanding. Did, did we? Well, Rich, that, then I got a question. What you really know about cinema. Because as I well documented on this show, there's certain levels. OK, I, I usually give a three, three quarter stars for the average good show, entertaining. I can watch it. But then there's the Ozarks of the world, the successions of the world, the original and my favorite entourage, which is kind of the original Netflix streaming idea. It's tremendous. These are these are five stars. Ozarks a five stars. Succession is a five star.
0: What's Reacher is King?
1: not Tulsa King is a little it's a little goofy, but it's great because I love Sly. I enjoyed Stallone's it. Great. I thought it was very enjoyable. Was really good. Very enjoyable. Very entertaining. It's a B. Reacher, as much as I, I like the main character, I think he's funny. It's a little goofy. It's a little off. So it's not that a plus like okay, that's, so what do you that's quality. It's solid. It's entertaining. I'm going to watch Grade? it, great. but it's it's not one of those things where you
0: got to watch this. You Grade? don't got
1: to watch it. Huh?
0: Grade it? Three and a half stars out of five. Oh. Solid what you give, Okay. Did you ever see Band of Brothers? No. Never seen, entourage we've is- we talked about four. that before. I don't know how you've never seen Band of Brothers. What's wrong yeah, with that? Like
1: you? an entourage type is a four and a half, five stars. I want you to watch Succession, Band of Brothers. Ozark. That's four and a half. What's, what's the one about the methamphetamine- uh, it was famous one breaking bad, breaking bad. That's four and a half starts. That's that's I've got to finish this. If you stop right. me and said, Booney, you can't watch Reacher after season three. I'm not going to lose any sleep about it. You leave me hanging for the last season of Ozark. Those are fighting words. So there's a difference <laughs> in quality. I, right. I might become Siskel, Cisco, you know, Cisco and Boone. I'm that type. I, I just have a good gut for it.
0: Well, you did go to USC. I did. Your roommates were actors and models. Yeah. So you you do know that, I guess. Um, All right. You're going to say Merry Christmas to everybody.
1: Merry Christmas to everybody. uh, Podcast is, is, uh, we're going into season four, if you can believe it. Pretty awesome. I appreciate the fans out there that download, listen, subscribe. Uh, It's been a great run so far. We got a great year for you coming up. Have a happy new year! A very merry Christmas, also to you, Rich, and your family. Mike, to you and your family, the Odyssey family. Uh, we're about ten months in. It's been a great relationship so far. Looking forward to what the future has. That serious boon right there, but actually honest boon. Uh, everybody out there, have a very merry Christmas
0: from all of us here at the Boone Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas.